Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Okay. (laughs) All right. Betsy Woodruff. Will Hong Kong become an issue for the Democratic presidential hopefuls? Well, already is. Yeah, a little bit. It. Yeah, it's the it's the one piece of China policy where they can actually be tougher than the president because the president doesn't give a shit about human rights, which is why he hasn't talked about the mass incarceration right. of Uyghur Muslims in in China, and which is why right. he's acting like she is going to be able to just magically fix this problem. You know, so yeah, it presents an opportunity for Democrats to reach out to the community of Americans who are really pissed about China. Without you know, without trying to compete with Trump on his specific tough when you've got a trade war going though. Right, Nancy you know? Pelosi has always win. made this a huge issue: human rights in China. I would totally expect them to really emphasize this and try and you know put as Trump as in a corner on this. As they right. should. It shows that he's yeah. weak. Uh, Carl, would any gun control legislation survive the Republican majority on the Supreme Court? That's that's a great point. Well, that is a really, really yes, great question. Yes, they can pass all the legislation they want, which is tough to, and, do, to and, begin with, but then, well, right. Senator Whitehouse, who you had on earlier, filed right. a brief in the court this week basically telling them to stay away from the gun control issue because uh, the Republican nominees on the Supreme Court were carefully screened for their... Uh, strong Second Amendment uh, positions, and uh, Republicans have blocked other Democratic judges be- because of this. So I'm not sure it would, would survive. You know, the famous Scalia decision is the law of the land. It I'll would, make a way to get there. I would argue it weakens um, black Democratic state-run um, kit, people who are looking to run for statewide seats. I would... What does? Wait, where are I bet that, that pushing the Second Amendment line in the Deep South Pushing right. the Second Amendment line in the Deep South not only will turn out more Republican voter base from the white worker class and the white rural class, you begin to keep black working class people and men in particular at home. Because, again, I live in Atlanta, but that's in Georgia. Georgia's a radically different place from Atlanta. And if I'm driving to right. South Georgia and North Florida... I have a concealed weapons license. There's not a time that I don't have a weapon on me. Right. I think in the gun conversation, I don't know that people recognize the extent to which the NRA is in chaos right now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been covering conservative movement politics for years, and I have never seen people in the broader pro-gun community as pissed off and as interested in complaining to reporters about the way the NRA oh. is operating, the way it's spending donor money, than they have been in the last six months. It's really crazy. It turned out the NRA is pretty swampy. As, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> very swampy. Um, 
You strapped right now, Mike? You, huh? You strapped right now? No, nah, I'm in California. I couldn't admit if I was. Right. But I got homies that are not. Oh, hood, I got some homies out here. Touch up. You got, you got my ass, too, right? Yeah, I got, I got you. Okay, I know you, you do. All right. Stand behind me. All right. <laughs> Mike, what did you think of Cardi B's summit with Bernie Sanders? Man. I, they had I, a, I would I'd get I a week's pay to so be I was so encouraged because this is really? a country... That prompt. Well, this is a country of vagrants, unwanted, and protesters in our inception, right? We're, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're essentially right. the hood of the United Kingdom. Right. Um, and no, that's Australia. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's right. Australia Mont- would be La Ghetto. Um, <laughs> but Cardi represents a young Afro-Latina woman from a, from poor and working class background who has now used her platform when she could have become far more conservative, made her money and walked away. She used it to engage not only for her own self-interest, but the self-interest on behalf of her people. She's now probably in a 40, 35 to 45% tax bracket. And she said, I don't mind paying my money. I just would like my money to go other places besides military. I'd like it to go in education. And I think that's what my grandparents wanted when they moved from the Deep South. That's what your parents want. So for me, seeing her participate in it, invigorates me because I know other young women, 18, 19, 21 years old, who may not be going to college for four and six-year degrees, but may be going to beauty school, may be working menial jobs. It makes them Okay, active. well, that's an interesting point, then, because Bernie, who you support... Yes. Okay, he's for free college. Yes. I've raised this point before. Why should people who don't go to college be subsidizing the ones who do? Because the people who go to college are going to be making a lot more money. College is not free. Somebody's going nope. to be paying for that college. I don't understand why the people who get the benefit of it shouldn't be paying for it. College and trade school. And this is from a dad who has had children who went to both. My oldest son went to Omnitech trade and learned computer engineering and things of that nature and sound engineering. My daughter did two years. She did the same two years twice on me in Savannah State. (laughs) You know, 21 grand. (laughs) I love her. That's my baby. Really sticks in your mind there, doesn't it? But yeah, I know. But, But he offered college and trade school. Part of being an American is being a steward for the next generation of Americans. My grandparents worked in fields. My grandmother went to college. My grandfather toiled on a blue-collar job so that my sisters and I could then have post-secondary education. I don't mind, as an American now, investing in the greater America. If we're going to build an infrastructure, you got to have carpenters and electricians. If that's one of your children, that's fine by me. Okay. Um... Rick Wilson, would bringing the troops back from Afghanistan give Trump enough political capital to win in 2020? I haven't heard that raised. No, uh, what it's going to do is provide <laughs> video of the Taliban cutting women's heads off right. and wow. stoning women to death it's always and returning been, yeah. to a state of medieval savagery. It's making it... But making, let's boycott Israel. Afghanistan great again. Because that's where the real Nazis yeah. are. I, I would like to... to yes? in matters of of talking about immigration, um, you know, there's a group of Falashe Jews out of Eastern Africa that are are in Israel, too. Right, yep. And I would like to say in our talk about Israel, let's not forget there's a Palestinian group of people living there, and that conflict is there, and we know about it. Many of us have Jewish and Palestinian friends. As Americans, it's something that you're constantly balancing. But let's not forget that there's what they call Beta Israel or the Eastern African Jews that are there, and they also are not treated the best by government. And we should be in our relation and our growth of our relationship within Israel be encouraging, because there was seven, nine years ago, um, 
women were be being given in vitro and not given the full spectrum mm. of the dangers and things that are going on. As they, so let's make sure that in our talks with Israel that we don't leave out that there's a bigger... Yes. Because it's government. It's right. not about religion. a big exodus from Ethiopia. So a, a, yeah, right. exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, and were they connected in some way? The Rastas... Well, the Rastafarians are... Aren't they from Ethiopia? No, because they, they worship Haile Selassie. Yeah, but it's, that's Christianity. Like, the oldest okay. Christian Bible is in Ethiopia. But prior to European... But why do the Rastas worship this uh, Ethiopian emperor... From... Why do white people worship a Caesar <laughs> who, looks, who looks like a beach bum? I don't know. But people need something to worship that doesn't look like them. Who, we, but, who do we but, worship? But what I do a know Caesar. is what we know is Abrahamic religion started in that yes. eastern horn in Af Africa. So it affects people differently. But let's just not forget that there's an old, thousands of year old group of Jewish people called Falashes that are in Israel too, and they need to be treated with love, dignity, and respect. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate your coming. We'll see you next time. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.